I learned off last week's episode that girls get more into erotica as opposed to porno. So I've I've uh, started a uh, so Lockie lit some candles, yeah. open chat GPT, and I was just like, write me an erotic novel. No shit, a I did novel. it. Or like a, a, a whatever, just something that I was going to read to Amy just to test it, right? And so I've done this and it just said, as an AI model, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. So I left it at that. Hi, I'm Amy Shepard. I'm Lachlan Stewart. And although we have different last names, we're, we're married. married. Now, we've been told the secret to a successful marriage is communication. So we're going to talk it out every week, share our challenges and pet peeves. Then we're setting each other some goals. Some couple goals. Couple Goals, the podcast, is for those who might be looking to laugh their way through challenging scenarios that all couples go through. Occasionally, we might even get some other couples to join in. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Hit subscribe and tune in every week to hear our weekly Couple Goals. Couple Goals. Welcome back to episode... 33. Waka, waka. I don't even know where that yeah, came really from. Rolling on, rolling on down the line now. <laughs> Like it wouldn't be a couple's couple goals episode if I didn't mess up the intro. I think that's the whole. I think that's why people keep coming back. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know so one riveting. thing I just realised? Every time, because for those who are watching on uh, Amy's Patreon or sort of our Patreon now, we'll, yeah. we'll explain that in a moment. But every time we keep switching sides, because obviously we're using a makeshift studio. You can see behind us we're actually in the Shepherd Studio, yep. and it's a bit of a there's a bit of a setup here, so we're sort of fitting into that. But every time I look at you, and because we keep switching sides, our headsets, the microphone, because we're wearing gamers' headsets. Oh, they're on the wrong way. They're on the wrong way. So because we're kind of facing each other, Can't now we just turn it around? this microphone gets in front of our beautiful faces. So what you're going to do is, you, yes, you can actually just do that. That's I was going to twist <laughs> it. It's ro- not hard. No, well, oh, look, I see. yeah, but one thing you do as well that's not very. Don't bend it because you'll end up as crackly as the other podcast will. We want to treat these well. I'm not made of money. All right. Bossy. Wow. Anyway, well, <laughs> no, but it's funny. The, literally, I feel like the last couple of episodes, I keep looking at us. I'm like, I've done it again. But I thought, hey, let's fix it up from the get-go. Anyway, guys. All right. We've got our mics on the right way. So everyone who's listening to this. Um, can now sorry about know that. who's what, yeah. But, but for those watching, who are watching, you'll appreciate that. <laughs> but now I can't see you. So, smile. what have you been up to, Lockie? What have we been up to? Well, we just got back from Perth. We Perth did. was fun. It was fun. That was your Perth first time master. in Perth, uh, Western Australia. It's a long way away. It Perth. is extremely long it way away. It is the most isolated city in the world. Did is you it? know that? No, I didn't know that. Are you sure about that? Yep, pretty sure. That's wild. Um, it's so far away from everything. It felt like it though. It did. <laughs> we, we look for a capital city. We went down. So we were there. Amy was at the Perth Muster uh, performing, and it was killer, which you can chat about in a moment. But being the bag bitch that I was, I woke up Saturday morning before the show, and I went to get yourself, myself, Linda, coffee, and I went. We were in the CBD, right, the Central Business District. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, right? You'd think you'd be buzzing. Well, not really, but you'd think there'd be at least something open. I had to walk for 30 minutes and then I recognised that nothing, absolutely nothing was open. I was like... <laughs> and then I, crazy. I put an uh, Instagram story up and then literally I got about 30 messages, which is huge for me, where people are like, that's literally Perth. I was there last week or I was there six months ago and just, no, nah, nah, it's all mm-hmm. happening in the suburbs. And I was like, well... 
rookie error. Really I didn't help know. Us. I booked a cranky in the city. girl upstairs waiting for coffee. I booked in the city because I was like, oh, there'll be, you know, there's always something open. It's close to everything where we need to go, rah, rah, rah. So that's where I booked. Um, rookie error because um, suburbs are happening on weekends and then it turns the opposite. So when we were, when we had our days off, which is not the weekend, all the suburbs were closed. <laughs> All the suburbs are pretty much closed and the city was open, but we wanted to check out the suburbs. Yeah, so. we got screwed. Anyway, we had a great time in Perth. We um, did the muster, which was great. Lockie had his first experience at tour managing me. How'd I go? Pretty good. How Pretty do you think good? he went? What feedback do you have for me? We haven't actually spoke about this. No, we had a, I think you did really well. Don't you? Yeah, I think so. I was very fortunate that your real managers did most of the work <laughs> prior. They just said, do this, this, and this. And I was yep. like, fair play. Actually, no, there was one scary moment. So never in all the shows I've watched you play or Shepherd play have you run over the set time. And so we've got the sound uh, sound engineer who is Dan, who is also – he's also like a tour manager as well. But And then the actual event manager, and he's come up to me, and Amy's got about five songs left. And he's like, mate, seven minutes. What are you, you got two songs left? I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I checked the set list. I was like, <laughs> Houston, we got a problem. She's still got five songs. And you were chin wagging like. Yeah, but how long was my set? Like 40 I minutes. I had 40 yeah. minutes, but I'm pretty sure. No, well, it did go for 40 minutes. Did it? Yeah. Did I just talk too much? You did. No, but it was fine. I thought it was great. But then I'm sitting there freaking out going, fuck, what do I, am I supposed to run on stage here and just go, <laughs> one song, go. Because I knew she had a cover as well, and I think ideally you probably would have liked to have not played the cover, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but I'm sitting there going, fuck. So I'm talking to Dan because he's like, I can speak in the microphone, but you didn't hear the first time. Oh. And he just went straight into the next Nothing But Wild. And where Dan and I, he's like, you got to sort it out, man. I was like, fuck. So I went back to Old, but I was like, can we have another, another song? He's like, Ooh. I was like, come on, man, one more song. And then, but thankfully, Dan got through to you and you cut out. Couple Goals, the name mm, of the podcast. I and know. And that's my current single. And you were going to plug the podcast. Oh, anyway. sucks. I just didn't know. I did ask. I said, oh, we've got time, right? And I checked with Dan, who was on my yeah. ears. And he just like di- didn't get the response quick enough. Yeah. So I just had to go into the next song. Well, that's because it was anyway. like I was sort of asking, expecting he was going to do it. But he's like, dude, I'm on sound. You fucking sort it out. And I was like. Fair. Yes, fair. <laughs> I'll go do that. So, yeah, that was a fun little thing for tour managing. But yeah, nothing. No one died. People got, you know, a bit, a bit of extra Amy Shepherd, which was awesome. Even though we cut a song, we got a bit more gas bagging, which yep. I think's fun. Yeah, you get carried away up there. But I was just following my set, and you, you trust killed that the, it. You trust that the set is meant to be the right. Well, I guess time. it depends on how much you interact, right? And mm. you also went down in the crowd, and it was a ripper show. How many thousands were there? 13,000 people. That's a lot. A lot like, you can see that on Amy's Instagram. That's a lot of people. It yeah. was insane. Huge. Lots of fun. And then Lee Kern again, who's a big Australian artist. Um, he was headlining and then he invited me up on stage to sing a song with him. And then these people came on stage and got engaged. That was um, gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Which was really cool. There's fireworks and all sorts of pyro. Champagne. Champagne. And then... Um, Lee and I sung a duet dedicated to them. Mm. Um, so that was fun. Um, yeah, and then we spent some time in Perth because I've got lots of family in Perth. Literally, 
like lots of family. Yeah, it's like half of Perth is probably related to a <laughs> lucky had Amy's no idea. family. And I was like, <laughs> everywhere we went, they're like, "Oh, I want to introduce you to Arnie this or Uncle that." And I'm like, "Hold up, how many Arnies and uncles are there? This is a never-ending story." So I was like, "I can't do it anymore. I got to go to the pub. You do what you need to do, but I'm tapping out here." <laughs> like, oh, poor yeah. Lockie. Um, but it was nice. You got to meet my other nana. Yes. Um, got to catch up with Bubba, who's big fan. She's most a big fan. famous <laughs> on She's. our Instagrams, and she, yeah, and also some of my aunties and uncles that you haven't met yet. No, so it's cool. And then we, uh, what else did we do? Oh, the last day we did a drive. We had a date night. That was fun. Yeah, you and I were so full. Yeah, of both alcohol and food. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you just eat too much, you don't feel drunk, but we were drunk. Oh, we were, yeah. We were both sitting at the table, so it was like a digger station, is that what you call it? Yeah. Amazing food, because Amy and I sat down, we'd been drinking since maybe, I don't know, All day. at the pub, <laughs> so it was a fair while, but uh, when we got there, they gave us the, the, oh no, we sat in and had a few pints beforehand, but then when we sat down, we looked at the menu and we're like, oh, what do you want to choose? What do you want to choose? Assuming that each section you would just choose one because yeah. normally because it was de- like the beef and the chicken we're like yeah. oh i think i'll go the beef like he's like yeah i'll go the chicken no 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 we it, got it all it all came out <laughs> and we were like god it was a lot of food S- yeah so stuff beautiful restaurant it was um at cottesloe so that was really fun yeah that was delicious. beautiful view of like the sun setting by the ocean perth has the best sunsets well, literally it's, it's like the most west point of australia isn't it yeah and it's just amazing to see the sun going down um, before it hits the other side of the world. Yeah, before it says, G'day America. Um, but yeah, golden sunsets. Um, yeah, we had a great time, Perth. I definitely recommend anyone who hasn't been to go. Beautiful. Just be prepared that it's going to be hard for you to find a coffee or a breakfast place. <laughs> just I don't go to the city yeah. during the weekend. And the suburbs during the week. Yes. Wild times. But overall, it was fun. The flights, not so fun, but yeah, we got to sit next trip. to each other for... Four or five hours and watch some films. That was fun. Mm. But anyway, that's what what's been going on. Yeah. What else do we have on the? Uh, well, we've got a um, we got a little voice note. I know our first voice note, which is really exciting. We were like, oh, tickled pink. We were tickled pink. Absolutely tickled pink. No, <laughs> no shit. I'm gonna play it in a second, but we we put it. I think actually, when I was at the pub, where Amy was gallivanting around the shops, I saw a podcast. Uh, that I follow posted, hey, you can now voice us. And I was like, I'm setting that up. That's cool. Not a, not assuming that someone would do it straight away, but we've got the best fans ever. We do. And while, you know, we've actually got three people who've written into us this week, but we've also got one person who's voice noted. So what we want to do for this lovely lady, which is Genevieve from the USA, and you'll hear from her in a second, we're going to gift you, just for being the first person to use this function, some merch. Yes. Now, Which is another exciting announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emma, so Amy's sister, who has been on the potty twice, is designing our merch. So we're going to have mugs, glasses, in case you fancy a little rosé while it's happening, and a few other things. But uh, Genevieve, as soon as that is launched in the next four to six weeks, we've obviously got your email, so we'll get your address and we'll ship you some Goodies, so thanks for being the first one. But let's play yeah, it. So thanks for your patience, because we're st- we're still developing it. But you're going to be the first to get. Yeah, it. you're going to be you're going to be literally the first person to swag merch it. All right, let's hear from Genevieve. Let's, let's hear it. Hold up, hold up. Bear with me. All right, tell me if it. 
First time using this. Let's go. Relationships are going. I wanted to Oh, start from the beginning. So cool that we have someone from the US. Yeah. Share a quick story. Uh, Why is it? Just let me... Um, back to the beginning. There we go. All right, we're on. Hello, this is Genevieve from Colorado in the US. I love your podcast. I love listening to Amy and Lackey just kind of talk it up and give us different perspective yeah, on how their relationship is going and how other people's relationships are going. I wanted to share a quick story of an unconventional way that I met my husband. Uh, I was a single mom with four kids at the time, and we met online playing a video game called World of Warcraft about 14 or 15 years ago. We've been married for almost 12 years. And in all that time, I've become a nurse and now a nurse practitioner because of his support. If it had not been for his support, I would not be working my dream job right now as a nurse practitioner. Also want to add in here real quick, one thing we do that keeps us from fighting very often is we keep our money separate because we married in life so late in our 30s that it kind of worked out that way. Although we do share a few bank accounts we keep most of our money separate and we're not arguing about money like that's not really an issue so just food for thought i wish everyone the best take care love you oh thanks genevieve thank you so much we love you too and we just love that voice note it's really cool to hear from people even it's just a little tip or a little story even just like a Yeehaw, we can post it at the <laughs> start of the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. But Genevieve, cool. I actually, you know, I, I've heard of World of Warcraft. I actually have a good mate of mine who plays World of Warcraft, but I've never specifically looked into it. So I looked it up before and I was like, it's pretty gnarly. And it's cool that you met. I think that's a cool what thing. What is it for those of you? Like, uh, for those who don't play? know, let me just go back to my Google. It's right here. So World of Warcraft is a massive or massively, it says on Wikipedia here, multiplayer online role-playing game released in 2004. So it's standing the test of time, but it is huge, like probably one of the biggest games in the world. So do you wear a headset and you can talk yeah, as yeah, your person? Yeah, I, I assume, assume so, yeah. That's cool. Um, yes. Wow, that's really cool that you met your partner that way. <coughs> Husband? Partner? Husband now. Husband. Husband. They've been married for a long while. And I think two cool things. One, he supported you to... Become a nurse. Become a nurse. You need a supportive partner. If you don't have a supportive partner in our Especially opinion. Especially as a mum of four kids. like you You're really an absolute trooper. Wow. Congratulations. Well, my buddies just came, became a father of four. So yeah. Well, it's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. So you're doing really well. Were you going to finish I was going to touch on the uh, money note. That's actually really interesting um, that you say that you don't fight because you have your own money. And we do that as well. We spoke about it on one of the early podcasts. Um, we have our own money, but we also have a bank account that is shared for expenses, expenses and, and bills and rah, rah, rah. But um, I think that works well for us. It might change in the future. Yeah. But, I mean, we own a house and that just comes from our shared. Yeah. So what we do is just um, obviously with our budget, we take some of our personal savings and put it in to uh, our together account. together account. And that works really well for us because I can shop all I like. Without anyone telling you, can. you I can't. No, well, yeah, I, and I like it because I don't get stressed. I think if I saw maybe what you spent, sometimes I'd be like, and even though it doesn't matter, but I'd probably be like, why are you spending that on that? Mm. And so I think it just works really well. And I know you mentioned you guys were at different stages in your life. You had four children and 
you met in your later 30s. So I guess for everyone listening, probably depends on when you meet and also your own, I guess, beliefs around that. There's no right or wrong, but we're, yeah, we're similar. We have our account, as you mentioned, and also I think it's cool to have you play money because, well, I think anyone should control your money. Mm. Need freedom, man. Freedom. You'd probably stop me buying all the books I buy. <laughs> like close no, your Amazon account. Yeah, just be like, see, I know more books for you. But no, thanks so much for tuning in and stay on the lookout for our email. Um, and we look forward to getting that merch to you. Well, we're really excited to actually have it and, and it. then send it to you, <laughs> which will be even uh, even better. So first voice note, and for those who want to know how the hell can you do that, just head to our uh, Instagram bio or for those who are in the Patreon. Uh, or it'll be on our website because once again you can leave stories you can just share words of encouragement for the potty that we can play at any point and and whatnot but that's that let's go to your reddit everyone's loving the reddit so today it's not really a shocking story i just read it and it touched my heart and i thought we could have a cool discussion about it so it says i'm a 38 male and i'm finding it hard to date after my wife who was 32 passed away Hi everyone, five years ago my wife of six years was killed in a car crash. We had a three-year-old daughter at the time who is eight years old now. Life has been anything but easy but I've been lucky to have a strong support system of family and friends and have a strong career which has helped us get by. Over the past six months I've thought about getting back into dating. Funnily and eerily enough my wife and I had talked about what we would do if one of us died young and we were firm that the other person should date slash marry again. So I know this is something that she would have wanted. I'm also eager for companionship and a relationship, but I haven't had much success of all at all. <coughs> my major issue is that I compare every potential partner to my mm. wife in my head, and it's like I'm looking for an excuse not to give that person a chance. I want to make it clear that I'm not looking for a new mother for my daughter, but I wonder if women might think that I am and get turned off. Basically, I'm playing out every worst-case scenario in my head. Any advice on how to tackle this? Fuck, that would be tough. I know. That would be tough. What would you do if I died? Um, what would you want me to do? Well, I'm, I'm not here, so I think just be <laughs> happy. If that means yeah. remarry, remarry. I think if I were to die, I would want you to start dating again. Maybe not right away. Like, grieve uh, first. A week oh, next week. It's going to be a big loss. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I wouldn't want you to replace me. You know, I think well, that that's probably what he's looking at. Like he's comparing everybody to his old wife, yeah. his ex-wife. But um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be replaced, but I would want you to find someone who maybe I could be friends with in yeah. the afterlife. We can all hang out. <laughs> What's that show we're watching? Um, where he's banging his best Shrink, shrinking, sh- shrink, shrinking. That happens. But yeah, I, I agree. I think would I want to be friends with them? I don't know. I think just whatever makes you happy. I don't think you can – I think if you take the mindset that you can never replace someone, it's like I think even when we first met, I compared parts of you to exes and stuff and I, it never works because no one's the, the same. same and you can't try and make someone someone else. So it's like this unattainable goal or desire almost and it's obviously – it's always going to suck because – Anything you've once had, even an old toy, some people still miss or have moments like blankets or, you know, Mm. we have these attachments to things. So I think for me, I'd be happy for you to go date. For me also, 
it would suck and you get him back out in the dating world and you might hear a song or you might have a date night that, you know, I've, I've, I think I've spoke about it. Um, we won't do a gondola date because I took an ex-girlfriend on a gondola and it's like, that's done. You and I, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and it's not that I'd sit there and think about it, but it's just like, for me, I'm like, it's kind of such a unique or random date. I wouldn't, I'd feel like I'm reusing it for you. Right. I'd rather do something. Unless we're in Venice, it's different. Yeah, 100%. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, that's tough yeah that is a tough Advice, one just I mean also therapy could help a lot with this situation yeah. I'm sure but yeah if it was if, it, if I were to go I would always want you to move on and be happy yeah. if dating someone made you happy but I always say like I'd have to be if it, my advice to you would be make sure that she could be friends with me yeah. you know what I mean like it's because I think I'm a pretty cool chick so cool chick yeah. you want someone who would look after you yeah. and not you know, take you for a ride or whatever. Yeah. We'd hope they'd take me for a ride. <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, hey I um, know that in the just to <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, that would be a, a terrible, you know, experience to go through. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, just get back on the horse. Time heals everything. You're never going to replace someone or something. So just expand the life. Yeah, expand it, and you can have more in different ways you know they might mm. have things that maybe lacked in your last relationship one thing i do need to say darling as much as i'm loving the whole standing situ you just always keep getting in my grill and we spoke about <laughs> this last week but look how close I you just are want to be close you're to even you. kneeling on this <laughs> everyone listening or watching this is going to go yeah i see what's up what? it's like you're in my butt i'm gonna have to almost make a little booth <laughs> Like maybe that's just what we can do. Just put two X's on the ground yeah, with do, some duct tape. No, you'll still you won't stand on it. You need a little box. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Well, I don't know. It's just comfy, comfy to put well, rest that, my knee on that. Move over. Let me move that over to you. Okay. Commando's back at it. No, well, I just think you know. I'm thinking about post production. I'm doing the post production. You're just. Am I even in frame now? I'm probably out. No, you are because you got until that wall. Anyway, <laughs> that's my pet peeve. Actually, that is my pet peeve. Pet peeves. But hold up. Are we up to pet peeves? Do we want to touch on anything more there? I do have a bit of a run sheet, but I'm just jumping through things here. No, we're pretty good. You read it was uh, pretty deep today. It wasn't. I was expecting because the last couple have all been like <laughs> they can't sexy. all be about sex. <laughs> and I've always been like really interested. <laughs> God, I got to tell a quick funny story. So <clears throat> maybe it I'm pretty. Has to be about sex. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty into the AI, right? With um just putting it into my business because the cost of employees is a bit more expensive than some of the things that it can do. Anyway, after Amy's story last week where she's talking about this lady's having a relationship with the, um, the chat GPT or whatever, or like erotic relationship, and I learned off last week's episode that girls get more into erotica as opposed to porno. So I've, I've ch- uh, started a... Uh, so Lockie lit some candles, yeah. open chat GPT. Oh, and I was just like, <laughs> write me an erotic novel. No shit, a I did novel. it. Or like a, 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 whatever, just something that I was going to read to Amy just to test it, right? And so I've done this and it just said, as an AI model, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. So I left it at that. The crazy thing is down the left side of ChatGPT is your history. Oh Today for Function Well, I had no. to do a presentation no. on how I, how I use ChatGPT in my business. And so... Down the column, I'm scrolling through. I'm saying, yeah, I make all these tabs so it follows no. conversation and you see erotic novel. And I've just <laughs> tried to gloss over it being like, I hope no one saw that. But if they're looking where I'm told them to look, they're sure as shit seeing it. And I was like, 
Oh, that's, you know, just from the podcast we did last week, just covering that up. But anyway, <laughs> that, that happened to me today. Oh, my God. So did everyone laugh? Yeah, well, I've kind of just sort of brushed over it because people were actually really interested in AI. Oh. But anyway, I've deleted that now. That's so so always clear your browser. <laughs> that is messed <laughs> up. Wild, wild. <laughs> it's like when you see, like, um, lecturers at the uni and they open their laptop, laptop and bit it's of porn, like porn. Oh, it? my God. Oh, my. That would be the worst. That would be the Oi, worst. But anyway, you want to see something I've done for you, darling? Ready? Pet, Pet peeves. I love that one. It's not such a buzzer. <laughs> and it's actually saved on the thing, <laughs> so it's going to be our... Yeah, I've, set, I've done it. Sounds like the baseball song. That actually made me... Should we hear it again? <laughs> Let's go again. And this is where you get your <laughs> can of beer and hot dog at the baseball. <laughs> Some nuts. Put get your nuts. Get your nuts. Anyway, Pet Peeves. Pet, pet peeves. peeves. Where are you at this week? What are we on? Um, What's your pet peeve? <sighs> One simple. You don't drive. Ever. I don't like driving. I was... So, I'm not going to go into a big story because we've talked a lot, but you just don't drive. I'm always driving. And I think part of being designated driver means you get to be DJ as well, but we sort of get angry at that because, well, you you think because I'm the passenger, I'm the one being chauffeured, that <laughs> I also get to choose the music. No, you don't. Over to you. I try. My pet peeve is that when I do drive – you tell me how to drive and you get very scared. So I'd rather just be the passenger. <laughs> Maybe we can give away a prize where it's like, win a driving experience with Amy Shepard. <laughs> we will need some serious <laughs> bloody insurance for that. Like serious. Uh, Am I right? I'm fine. All right. If you were to rate your driving <laughs> capabilities out of 10, 10 being you could be like a, a Formula One driver, one being well, you shouldn't you? be on the road. It's not about me. It's about you. Where would you sort of sit on that one to ten scale? Six. I lose a point because I can't reverse parallel park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I don't like reverse parking either. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's go on. So as we mentioned, we uh, had a couple of people write in and they had questions for us. And look, as we've mentioned, we're not relationship gurus. We just talk from our own experience and perspectives and give our opinions on how we would personally handle thing, things. So don't take this adv- as advice. And if our opinion's different, just water off a duck's back, right? You do you. That's what I think is the most important thing. I thought I'd never say that line, you do you. You do you, boo. I fucking hate that. Why? Can we cut this? <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just a, you do you. You do Lame. you. Anyway, I'm going to get the old laptop up here and we're going to read. Okay, so from numero uno. Number one. So, I <coughs> how's my voice sound? It's great. Good. Okay. So, I'm recently single. I'm talking six years, first relationship, since high school stuff. He cheated, which is always fun. But now I'm in this whole whirlwind of dating and every time a guy tells me they like me and they see potential, I freak out completely. Want to help me unpack this? How do you think you'd act if you were to split? I'd love your advice. Oh. <laughs> well, the, if I cheated on Amy, someone in this house that we're in right now would ha- hang me by my <laughs> flipping balls from the front of the garage. <laughs> it would be like some... Not wrong. Some... What's that? Of Fred show? What's that called? Oh, 
Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale kind of <laughs> stuff where I'd be hanging from somewhere oh by God. the pa- pieces you don't want to be hanging by. It's true. So that's how that would go down. If Amy cheated on me, what do you think I'd do? Um, just disappear. I would actually. <laughs> Hang, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd just be done. You'd be, we'd be done. So touch wood, you don't uh, do that. That would be nice. Um, but that's hard. I mean, obviously there's trauma there, trust issues for sure. Um, but I mean, you just have to take the risk again. Otherwise, how are you going to find someone? You know, I, I mean, with any trauma, I would go and see a therapist if you have access to that, um, because that can always help. But, you know, you do have to let your guard down to get to that next phase. Yeah. It's like if you're guarding yourself from the pain, you're never going to experience the flip side, which in your instance here, it's like you completely freak out when they tell you they like you and see potential. And now potential could mean that notebook style relationship. But if you're not going to let your guard down to achieve that, you're always going to be sort of flipping through relationships. But also baby (coughs) steps, like you don't have to worry about the notebook relationship. Like you can just be like, cool, like maybe that means another day. And just just take it each step at a time yeah rather than you're so wise all of it <laughs> so wise yeah i think that's yeah i don't think there's much more to unpack i think we can make that extremely complicated but at the end of the day it's like definitely if you feel it's going to be beneficial to hash it out with a uh, professional do that mm-hmm. but i think as well if the goal is to start dating again the only way to do that is to start dating again mm. and, and you're wiser now you've gone through something hard you know yeah you've got markers and uh, the first cut is the deepest baby oh baby you know <laughs> is that Cat Stevens yeah. <laughs> such a clanger so we hope you did it justice yeah if we were to cheat we just told what we'd do but if we were to split up well <clears throat> I'm not really one to maintain friends with my exes either nor are you so yeah if we were to split up get back in the dating game it's like well I, I don't want to be alone so i i would want to get into another relationship as i imagine you would yeah yeah but we would learn from what didn't work well or what we're needing at that point and you know most of us know what we don't want so if you're worried about knowing what you do want in a relationship just go okay i don't want this 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 and do the complete opposite or look for the complete opposite mm. simple next one did we do that well yeah that was a f- Terrible high five. So here we go. I've lost the first half of this message. Damn it. But anyway, let's just pretend this is a start. A couple more topics that came to my head. Currently in a tractor with my mind going in all sorts of directions. I love, I hope you start voice noting us from the tractor. She thinks I'm tractor sexy. sexy. Mm. (laughs) She thinks my tractor. Sorry. You're going off on a tanjo there. How do you talk to your partner about your feelings and how some things are uh, and how some things they're doing or not doing are upsetting you and or not making you feel part of the relationship there's a, there's a number of questions in here so let's answer that one first um, <coughs> communication very important you cannot let it fester otherwise mm. it's just going to become a bigger issue than it needs to be yeah um, I would not point the finger and accuse like be very careful of your language that you yes. use um and maybe ask them of their opinions on the same scenario does mm. that make sense 100 percent communication always like you know what you want to need and if you don't voice that you will build resentment and then there's going to be a blow up anyway so i think 
you got to have those tough conversations, but as Amy said, it's how you say it. So if you're worried about how it's going to come out, you could almost reframe uh, the conversation and say, hey, look, this has been on my mind. I don't know how to say it, but the way that I'm going to say it, I do not intend it to be blaming or whatever. I just want to get it off my chest or whatever and go from there. But I also know down the bottom here you said, uh, I just have the feeling of upsetting this perfect relationship we have so far as we haven't argued and had the hard conversation yet. So it's kind of contradicting perfect relationship yet here on the flip side, you're asking us other questions. And if we were to put the truth stick out, pull the truth guitar out, it's like no relationship's perfect ever. You're going to have good times and bad times. That's a relationship. Yep. Correct. But the only way you get more of the good times is by talking about what those good times are. But if it's a new relationship, it can be hard <coughs> to like rip that honeymoon bandaid off and get into the next phase of your relationship. Mm. How do we do it? What What do you feel was one of the first moments we had where it was like mm. you either had to talk to me about something or vice versa? I can't remember, Lockie. This is 10 years ago. Oh, don't you have a good, <laughs> you have a good noggin? <laughs> Probably kicking you out of a cab was a... Pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't subtle. Quite Probably let it fester su- a bit, yeah. you know. Yeah, you did. You're pretty fiery on the red wines too. <laughs> You're a bit of a bloody flyer. So, and uh, our next question from that is, what do you two classify as needy or clingy? Um, I would just say being codependent. Yeah, not being able to do anything independently, like not allow, like if you Always having l- to know where they are every second of the day, mm. having to feel like, you know, <coughs> you need to control what they're doing, who they're hanging out with. Checking their stuff. phones and... Yeah. Or like always need, yeah. You summarize that well. Cool. Nailed that one. I'm very like, we're, I think we're awesome at that. Like we don't even really text all day, really. Like it's not like we're in constant message threads. Like we text, we sit, live together obviously. <laughs> but like, you know, we'll call, as soon as you're awake, we'll be like morning, morning, blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as I'm free, we'll call, have a quick yarn and then carry on about the day sort of yeah. thing. Which works well because then you can do other stuff. Uh, um, uh, curious question is there's needy clingy but it's different to just meeting each other's needs Amy have you ever cr- uh, hold on that didn't anyway give us more detail around that if we didn't answer that properly Amy have you ever cried in front of Lockie when expressing your emotions feelings and concerns never I'm too stoic to cry she's too much of a bloke <laughs> hey blokes cry too yeah but they need to cry more Myself, I've never cried in front of you. I don't know. Never. And I, I wish I could, but I haven't been able to let myself yet. I don't know why. And that's a whole nother, that's my therapy mm. shit. Um, yeah, I cry plenty of times. Don't worry about all that. All the time. I like, cry all the time. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> People go, geez, you wear baggy shirts. And I'm like, it's just a walking bloody tissue for the old girl. Goes, <laughs> Which I is fine. I Bubba. actually like it because she wears her heart on her sleeve. It's like night. Actually, even when we're flying to and from Perth, Amy's reading this book. What was it called? Um, the Tattooist of Auschwitz. Auschwitz. And she's crying, like stealing my <laughs> napkin to pad her eyes. And then she's put on this other show, which uh, was something it was like, like em- Emergency New York City or something. Same thing. She's <laughs> fucking bawling. I'm looking over. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? But it was also like I loved it at the same time because she gets it's into the best. beautiful moments yeah. that get me. You know, there was like I was crying in that show because there was a 
girl who had a hematoma in her brain. Yeah. And um, her husband was there and like they were saying goodbye to each other because it's just brain, bloody brain surgery. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then cried again when she came out of surgery and she was okay. And <laughs> they're like, the, the doctor's like, you're going to have a beautiful life together. I was like, don't steal my handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so yeah, she does. Yes, <laughs> she does. And to answer my point, I don't think men should cry. It's just never. I've never been able to do it. I'd love to be able to sit there and at a film with Amy cry. Be fun. Have you ever choked up? And then I've choked up like for sure, but it's like you always. I always, and I know I do it, and it irritates me. But anyway, that's. I think you nearly cried at the wedding. Our wedding. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did the day before for sure. Yeah, and what about when you heard the song? We should get you to play it, actually. We'll get Amy to do that. Not today, but another time. Okay. Anyway, we'll wrap this up. We're nearly done. Bear with us, guys. I hope you've enjoyed these questions. Remember, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. It gives us shit to talk about. Yep. <laughs> um, we love the voice note, too. I uh, can't get over that. I want to play it again almost. Uh, so we're only about 11 months into our relationship. So technically, pretty much over that hump of the honeymoon period, I'd say. Uh, I've never been in a situation, a relationship, so it's all new to me and we're going strong, but just a few little hiccups. Yeah, I, I think don't put so much pressure on yourself. It's If it's your first relationship as well, I don't know, maybe we have an expectation depending on how old you are or whatever. I know there's a lot of expectations by this age. You have to be earning this much or you have to have be engaged or married or have a children and you're comparing yourself against someone else's story. So I think... Just don't put pressures or expectations on yourself. But if, yeah, there are things that are irritating, as Amy said, obviously you've got to communicate it, but maybe do it in small small ways. So how can you sort of start warming to those big conversations that you need to have? And from what you've said, your boyfriend's supportive and is great. So I think, you know, he's, there's probably conversations that he's wanted to have too that you guys just need to develop that. Clear communication line. Boom. Great. Am I right? Well, that's going to do us for this episode, I think. Wow. That was a that's, great episode. That's got to be one of our 37 minutes. Yep. Thank you for staying with us. Now, I did forget to say at the start, I'll put it. I'll put in a little intro. June 8th, not long now, two weeks, just over two, three weeks. We're doing a live one. So once again, head to our website or in, in the Patreon. You'll see the link. You can register. Once you register, you'll get a number of emails from us that is just like, showing you how you can be involved because we want it to be a live show like this where instead of getting us voice notes, we're actually going to chat with you guys and still go through the same format, pet peeves, Amy's Reddit, and just hear, you know, have conversations with you guys because that's what makes it fun. It's a free event, so... Oh, yeah, it's also free. <laughs> join us. We'd love to make a little party of it. Maybe we can have some margaritas or something. Well, yeah, well, all that's going to go out in the emails. If you, if you take the effort to... Register your spot. You're going to get all the good stuff. And yep. you'll probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, have first access to merch. Yep. Fuck, that's going to be awesome. Woohoo! And. Yeah. I was just going to say, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. Or be, if you wanted to watch the whole podcast, um, that goes in there as long as, as, lo- as well as um, some body image content. Oh, and we've been doing heaps of bonus stuff with. Yeah, you know, we're really trying to build that Patreon up and make sure that we're giving you as much value as possible. Yeah, so. because. Sorry to cut you off. I, did I was done. But yeah, it's like we want to provide value for you and help you get to know us on a more, you know, there's obviously different tiers, but by doing that, it helps support us as well, do more of this and provide more value. So it's like this awesome. Maybe we can get some better headsets. 
Dude, what's wrong with these headsets? I love them. Anyway, that's enough from us. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you haven't subscribed to whatever platform you're listening on, make sure you do because it's going to continue to help us get more and bigger guests on as well. Next week, after this week, you won't hear a solo episode next week. We got we Melanie got Dyer. Hey, we got guests next yeah, week. Yeah, and Jackson James, who are two incredible musicians. Uh, they're going to be on. They're actually heading to Nashville the day after they record. So we're excited to get that one live too as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hooroo. Hooroo.